Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, your home loan expert and your Longhorn lender. Check her out on the web at bowersockteam.com. We'll get more into this in the uh, the next Longhorn Notebook, but Cameron, can I get a breaking news sounder real oh, quick? We've got, some, got a little bit of breaking news. news. A little okay. bit of breaking news. Uh, NFL Combine invites, Craig. Yes. It's gone out. Uh, biggest Longhorn contingent we've seen at the Combine in a minute. Uh, Roshan Johnson, mm-hmm. B. John Robinson, mm-hmm. Keandre Coburn, mm-hmm. Moro Ojimo, DeMarvin Overshaw. All headed to the Combine. Okay. No defensive backs. I was hoping to see one of Anthony Cook or Deshaun Jameson on that list. Didn't happen. But, you know, they'll have to do it at the pro day. Or Pro day is going to be really big for those guys. I yeah. Mean, the, the, the guys that don't go to the combine. Because the guys that go to the combine, more, nine times out of ten, they won't test anything, uh, retest anything at pro day, and they'll just do the on-field drills. Uh, so that's where things are. So five Longhorns going to the combine. Not bad at all. Not too shabby. Yeah. Um, Get over to Horns 24-7. And all these articles I'm going to mention are, are, are free, these two articles, um, from some of my colleagues at 24-7 Sports within the network. Uh, Dean Straka, who covers the Big 12 for us nationally, uh, has projected win totals for every team in the Big 12. And Brad Crawford, one of our national writers, has 10 way too early bold predictions for 2023. Uh, Dean's is pretty cut and dried. He's got Texas at 10-2, and two, Craig. 10 wins in a regular season. Uh, Brad's bold prediction as far as it relates to Texas is that Texas plays for a playoff berth in the Big 12 title game. When the Big 12 schedule release came out, excuse me, I'm still a little stopped up from a little cold that I'm getting over, but when the Big 12 schedule came out, I saw a lot of Longhorn fans online almost shifting expectations to uh, 10 wins is the floor. they got to go win the Big 12 now. And I, I don't know what you could have seen on that schedule that would have laid. We talked about this on Longhorn Blitz. And anywhere you get your podcasts, uh, search, just search Horns 24-7, click that follow button, and the, this week's episode of the Blitz is available already. I don't know what Longhorn fans could have seen that would have led them down the road of, okay, now this season's going to be easier because there shouldn't have been any surprises on that schedule. Right. And the surprises on the schedule, I don't know that it necessarily made the schedule easier or, or harder or, or whatever. Uh, it kind of is what it is. Maybe it's the layout of the schedule, which, like we talked about, the two things I really want to know, where was the bye week, and if you were going to play BYU, where was the BYU game going to fall? Mm-hmm. And the bye week is right after the Oklahoma game, two weeks after the bye you play BYU, which I think that's, I think if you're a Texas fan, you should like that. But I think looking at the road trips, Craig, you're, 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 you're getting on two planes this year. Yeah. Ames and Tuscaloosa, that's it. This is the most fan-friendly schedule in terms of the driving so for folks say hey you know longer's got a real break on this maybe in some areas they did but it's more about how it was more fan friendly mm-hmm. this year because every trip is a drivable trip other than tuscaloosa unless you're starting out well in advance and then obviously Ames. so here's where we came out on this on the blitz in terms of, of expectations so for me it doesn't change anything i think a good year for texas to me where the bar is set i, I got in the mindset for the 2022 season of 
okay, that last regular season game against Baylor, is that game going to matter? All right, because mm-hmm. you've, you've called plenty of these, Craig, and I've covered plenty of them. There's nothing more deflating to the football soul than being at a game Thanksgiving weekend that doesn't mean anything. Doesn't have the impact on virtually well, anything. Conference championship or, or bowl position, nothing. Like, nothing is on the line. Right. Which is, or in some years we've been there where there's been a coaching change shortly mm-hmm. thereafter, but I digress. So you like for that game to matter. And, and last year it mattered. This past season it, sure it mattered. Uh, you needed to beat Baylor to give yourself a chance, and then you had to just sit back and watch and see what happened. And, and Baylor had to Kansas. win to try to, to get bowl eligible. Yeah, so all those things that did you talk about, by basically what is that benchmark? And for me, I said this our first show back, that you were back after the Alamo Bowl, that we were back together. The benchmark for me in 2023 for Texas is it's not about the number of wins. It's whatever number of wins it takes for you to get to Arlington. Whatever that number is, getting to Arlington to me is the benchmark. Okay. But Rod and I, Rod kind of, Rod had a slightly different take than I did, but we both ended up getting to the same place where Rod said, you got to go win nine or 10 games in a regular season because you got to improve your win total. You want, you went eight and four in the regular season in 22. You got to go nine and three, you're 10 and two. And to me, thinking about it out loud, just looking at historically, you know, since the Big 12 went back to a championship game format, kind of what record gets you into the conference championship game, 7-2 and two is pretty much going to guarantee you get into the conference championship yeah, game. I agree. So when you think about the non-conference schedule and a 7-2 and two conference record, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with Rod. I think either 9-3 and three or 10-2. and two. If you, You've got to get to eight, 9 or 10 wins in the regular season, I think, to show that you're headed in the right direction. The reason why, I, Craig, I can't say it's, it's for sure double digits or for sure conference championship or bust, what happens if Texas has the TCU scenario play out? Let's say you're 10-2. and two. You get to the Big 12 championship game and you lose the conference championship game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you went eight in, in that scenario, in my mind. One of your losses is Alabama. You went mm-hmm. eight and one during the conference schedule. Uh, you're going to tell me it wasn't a good year because you, just because you didn't win the conference championship? No. You won 10 games in a regular season. You have a chance to get 11 with a bowl game. And, and you'll go to a New Year's Six. Double bowl. digits. Yeah, you're in the New Year's Six, even though the Sugar Bowl is not, you don't have the tie in this year because it's right. part of the semifinals or whatever. But yeah. One of those bowls is going to take an at Texas as an at large as a double digit win team, no question. So that's why I, I don't get necessarily hung up on the win total as much as for me it is whatever it takes to get to Arlington. But what it's going to take, it's going to take probably seven conference wins, which probably means nine to ten overall. Yeah. So at least nine wins, which will probably get you to Arlington. That's I have a way of looking at that similar to what you talked, uh, what you just laid out, and I remember thinking about this going last fall, and the phrase I put on it is the math works out, and you just laid it out how the math works out. So for those who are galvanized in their opinion that it has to be double digit wins, well, and then for those who say no, they got to get to Arlington the conference championship game, the math will probably work out that if you get to the ten wins. Uh, there's, there's every reason to believe you're going to be in Arlington, and uh, and the math would work out that mm-hmm. way. If you're if you're up about getting to Arlington, the conference championship game, you're probably that that would probably do it. And and the same thing about the the numerical thing. So the math yeah. works out. There's one of, and there it could be one of those weird years where maybe a six and three conference record yep. gets you there. Yep. But like it would have gotten Texas there this past season, mm-hmm. Kansas beating Kansas State. 
Um, but not to one of the textures that just texted in, I think in jest, I'm pretty sure it's in jest said it's because Kansas isn't on the schedule. No, Kansas is on the schedule. Texas hosts Kansas on September 30th. Yeah. That's, that's the first conference game at home. The conference openers the previous week up the road at Baylor, but also Craig, one thing that it reminded me of, it reinforced it for me. Rod brought this up a number of years ago and you kind of, everybody kind of laughed about it at the time, but it's a hundred percent true. You remember how much grief Mac would take for for the Texas State Championship thing? Like right. win all of your games inside the state of Texas. Beat Tech, Baylor, TCU, be, yeah, right beat the AM. Texas institutions, yeah. and and obviously the Oklahoma game is in Dallas. Right. And if you if you win your games and that you play in the state, if you defend your state, then you know you're probably gonna have a good year. Well, take a wild guess when the last time it was that Texas won all of their regular season games played inside the state of Texas. Twenty? No, they didn't in twenty thirteen. 2009? If yeah. yeah. If you're listening out there and you guessed 2009, you guessed yeah. correctly. So, and even even you go to to 2018, you know, yeah. and you look at the, they had a, a 9 and 3 conference record. You lose the Maryland game in non-conference, you went on the road and lost to Stillwater, you lost one game, you played for a conference championship, you lost one game inside the state of Texas before the Big 12 Championship game. One regular season game played inside the state. That was the West Virginia game at home where you lost by one in the final seconds. Yeah. So, Winning that Texas State Championship, I, again, I know it's something, and I, I was guilty of it too. You scoff at it. You're like, oh, my gosh, why are you making such a big deal out of it? No, if you take care of business on your home turf, good things are going to happen for yeah, you, and that's, that's going to be the case. The year. argument on that from fans a lot of times is, okay, that's great. We know you got to win that thing. Do you have to give a ring on it? Do you have to because, if you, listen, I, I don't begrudge – Programs to give for giving. We talked about this last week, didn't we? About rings and and uh, you know, did did you award rings for you know certain things mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff? I don't, I don't I don't begrudge teams for doing that for for accomplishments. I, I don't see anything specifically wrong with that. That's between them, between the team. Thing is, word gets out, and then yeah. everybody passes judgment. Right? You know, so you know that's you know whatever. the The point is, if you're taking care of your business and winning those games. Then it's getting to the goal that everybody who feels connected to the program as a fan or whatever wants to see, and that's to see them get to a conference championship game, to right. win a conference championship. And then what follows is the double-digit wins and getting to New Year's Six Bowls and or possibly the playoff. You know. Yeah, so just uh, just a couple of texts here on the Specs text line. Uh, Pastor Smasher says 10-2, and two, anything else is a letdown. Uh, this text says, sorry, Jeff, I usually agree with you, but you're talking like it was last season. 10 of 11 starters on offense are back. I'm looking for them to be a Final Four or fighting to get into the Final Four. 10 or 11 wins is what I'm expecting. That's great. If you've got those expectations, that's great. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying get, get to the Big 12 championship game. Give yourself a chance to win a conference championship in what could be your last year in the Big 12. I know Pete Thamel reported what he reported a couple of weeks ago, and mm-hmm. I'm not knocking Pete Thamel. But everything we've heard at Horns 24-7, I know Ross Dellinger from Sports Illustrated was on with Bucky and Aaron yesterday. Ross said the same thing. Those conversations are not dead. Uh, is anybody overly optimistic that something gets done? No, but it's not a for-certain thing that, that, Texas, they have two more years. that Texas and Oklahoma will be in the Big 12 in 2024. They might be in the SEC. So this could be your last year in the league. It'd be nice to see you at least put yourself in a position to go win a conference championship. Yeah. Yeah, it would get and to Arlington. That might also assuage the concerns that folks have every time that, and, and I know you've seen it every time that the Longhorns 
don't win a game, be it a tight, closely played game or one where it's not, you know, where, where it's just disappointing the result, what invariably happens on social media and then if folks text in, this team's not ready for the SEC. This is, it's not time for the SEC yet. It'll be here when it's here. <laughs> I, you know you know how I, I take that, and, and I understand. I, I appreciate the passion so do I. Uh, of Texas fans. I really do because uh, that's – my job is dependent on your – my jobs, plural, are dependent on, on your passion. But I'll never forget what you said listening to the call-in show after the national championship game. Like Absolutely. maybe Texas wins maybe the greatest game in the history of college football, and somebody calls into the call-in show, and what they say, Craig? Well, you think about this, folks. Here was the Rose Bowl in 05, one of the greatest games ever played, if not the greatest college football game ever played. Certainly ranks up there. Vince Young has this landmark performance. They win this unbelievable game, 41-38. And folks were calling in to the postgame show. And, uh, you know, most everybody was just ecstatic. I'm, at this it. point, I'm I'm not calling in. I'm probably down on 36, yeah. losing my mind already right. at this point. And there were a lot of those. But there were some. It was more than one. But one call I remember in specific <laughs> said, you know, guys, it's great that they won and all. You start with that. They won and all. Yeah, yeah. There was a national championship. Ball. But I'm really concerned about our defense. I mean, we give up 38 points to that team. And, you know, I That's just hope great. some of our younger guys can grow up uh, next season because it's a real – and I thought – that that it, it made me think of Mac talking about some people will be generally miserable no matter the outcome. You won a national championship, and folks were calling con- concerned about the defense. A defense that was going to have a different look the next year anyway because – they're the seniors that were on that 05 defense were going to be gone. Why don't you just go have an ice cream sandwich and sit in the corner and yeah, be just, happy for a minute? Yeah. So that, 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 that you know, uh, oh, convinced great. me as much as anything else. You know? <laughs> By the way, real quick before we hit the break, the, the, the kid in me, like the, the eight, nine-year-old kid in me, loves the fact that this schedule has very heavy Southwest Conference flavor. It does. Rice, Houston, Baylor, Tech, TCU. Still got the OU game, even though OU wasn't in the Southwest Conference. For those of you, but they played them every year during those years. Yep, it was a non-conference game. But I'm I'm pumped about that. Looking forward to going to to Houston, and I like the fact that Baylor, you know, Baylor's on the schedule and it's a road game, and just you know, eat breakfast at the house and then go up for the game. It's nice. Yes.